Uh-oh. It appears ESPN could be staring at another potential loss. And this loss? This loss could have a devastating impact on the network. If ESPN loses the NBA, my prediction of the network being extinct by 2030 could actually come to fruition. The broadcast rights for the NBA expire after the 2024-25 season. ESPN, TNT, they hold the rights for another two years, but the negotiations for the future are beginning now. Up until this point, we haven't seen too much interest from other networks. Matter of fact, November of last year, TNT came out publicly and said, We don't need the NBA. It's nice if we have the NBA. They give us decent primetime viewership two nights every week, but we don't need them. We don't have to have them. TNT has other original programming. They have access to thousands of shows and movies they can air for basically nothing. The NBA is an expensive entity. They're going to be looking for billions of dollars every year in their next deal. Early predictions claim Adam Silver... He's going to be looking for 50 to $70 billion. Now, I would assume that's a 10-year deal, so we're talking 5 to $7 billion every year just to broadcast NBA games. That doesn't include the amount that you have to pay talent, broadcasters, etc. From TNT's perspective, what are you getting in return here? By 2025, you're getting a league without LeBron James and aging Golden State Warriors who will be in decline. You're paying for an NBA that's losing its two biggest draws while building no one to replace them. Can't rely on Zion Williamson. He can't stay healthy. If you're TNT and you're in a position where you don't necessarily need the NBA, are you willing to pay $6 billion every year for a league that gives you 1.3 million viewers? Hell, on some nights, the NBA can't even deliver a million viewers to TNT. Now, TNT, they might not need the NBA, but there is one network that desperately needs the NBA to survive, ESPN. A couple of months ago, you could argue that ESPN held most of the leverage here, but now the worldwide leader in woke is going up against a formidable opponent, NBC. If you grew up in the 90s like I did, seeing interest from NBC to bring the NBA back to the network, it brings up instant feelings of nostalgia. NBC held the rights to the NBA from 1990 to 2002, the best 12 years in the history of the league. In terms of broadcasting, Bob Costas, Marv Albert, they were the voices of the NBA. NBA coverage on NBC was phenomenal. You guys remember the opening theme? I'd play it for you, but they'll nail me with a copyright strike. But if you watch the NBA on NBC in the 90s, you know the exact theme song that I'm talking about. When you heard NBC's theme, you knew you were about to watch a big game in the NBA. The NBA on NBC... I don't know. It it just had a different feel to it than what we're given by ESPN. NBA coverage on ESPN sucks. It is a fucking disaster. The pregame show, terrible. There's no consistency to their lineup. It seems like ESPN changes their NBA pregame panel every season. Mike Greenberg is a polished corporate turd. He couldn't be more robotic. Jalen Rose, he's a couple of IQ points away from being declared legally brain dead. Now, I enjoy listening to Mike Breen or Doris Burke call games, but Mike Breen, 
He's often overshadowed by the relentless whining of Jeff Van Gundy. Other ESPN shows dedicated to NBA coverage like NBA Today, they're not any better. They often have WNBA players and coaches on the panel providing insight into what's happening in the league. Let me ask you something. What the fuck can a dump diver tell me about the NBA? If I wanted the garbage man's thoughts on the zone defense, I would stand in the road on Mondays and Thursdays and I'd ask him about it. What can Chiny Agu Mike, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing her name, which is why I usually just refer to her as the chin, but what the hell can she teach me about NBA basketball? What can Malika Andrews tell me about the NBA? If NBC wins the broadcast rights for the NBA, they plan to broadcast games on linear television as well as Peacock. Now, I'm not sure what this deal would look like just yet. With Bally Sports filing for bankruptcy, maybe they offer league pass and local games on Peacock and air two or three games a week on national television. I think the ideal situation for the NBA would be to have TNT and NBC join forces similar to the deal they have in place now with TNT and ESPN. TNT's coverage of the NBA is excellent. Well, well it's mostly excellent. Stan Van Gundy is an absolute disaster. Whoever thought it was a good idea to have Brian Stelter's father calling NBA games, that person should be fired. Now, the NBA is also receiving interest from both Apple and Amazon, which I, I don't think either of those two options would be ideal for the NBA. Major League Baseball gave Apple exclusivity on Fridays last season. It was a complete flop. It might work better for the NBA since their audience tends to be younger, but I don't think we have reached a point yet where a professional sports league can broadcast 100% of their games exclusively on a streaming service. I mean, the NFL couldn't succeed streaming. Ratings for Thursday Night Football were down 30% on Amazon Prime last season. The biggest question coming out of this, though, is what does all this mean for ESPN? Recently, ESPN is 0 for 2 when it comes to negotiating and winning broadcast rights. They lost access to the Big Ten to CBS. A couple of months ago, they lost the bidding war for NFL Sunday Ticket to YouTube. A network, a network supposedly dedicated to sports, finds themselves losing to platforms that don't need sports to survive. Even though the NBA doesn't draw the ratings that it used to, the league still gives ESPN the number one ranking in cable because the NBA attracts the demographic advertisers covet the most, dudes between the ages of 25 and 54. In two years, if ESPN were to lose the NBA, what are they left with? They're left with the SEC and the playoffs in college football. They have college basketball up until March Madness. And they have Monday Night Football with the NFL. What are they going to do the other six, seven, eight months of the year? Just think about it. The NBA carries ESPN from October through July. Most of the opinion shows like Woke Take or PTI centered around the NBA. The playoffs carry the network through the spring. Summer's dominated by coverage of the NBA draft and free agency. When you really think about it, the NBA is the foundation of ESPN, and there is no suitable replacement. You can't replace them with the WNBA. No one gives a shit about the dump divers. 
Oftentimes during the summer, ESPN will broadcast professional cornhole and professional bowling. I mean, I guess those are considered sports, but even if they suddenly surged in popularity, you can't center an entire network around cornhole. Does anyone really care to hear Stephen A. Smith's opinion on the number one ranked cornholer? Ooh, just look at his form. Look at the technique as Frank tosses those beans perfectly into that hole. Going into these negotiations, ESPN's the only platform who has everything to lose. And the problem for ESPN? They might not have the financial resources to hold on to the NBA. They've lost over 25 million subscribers in the last 10 years. ESPN will often brag about having 23 million subscribers on ESPN+, Plus, but the overwhelming majority of those subscribers are there for Disney, so ESPN doesn't see most of the revenue. Most of those subs are kids being brainwashed by Disney propaganda. They're not watching Stephen A. Smith complain about the vaccination status of Kyrie Irving. I don't understand you, Kyrie. Why will you not submit to Fauci fucking? That lovable lizard is an expert at pleasure poking. Back in 2011, ESPN's cash flow margin was around 42%. Ten years later, it fell to 25%. According to their own reports, by the end of this year, 2023, ESPN's cash flow margins could be in the single digits. In other words, they are at risk of not being profitable. And this is with them only paying the NBA $1.4 billion every year. If you double, triple that number, ESPN's operating at a loss. For the first time in the 40-plus year history of the network, ESPN is going to find themselves at a crossroads. Do we keep the NBA and risk operating at a loss or hope the NBA experiences a resurgence in popularity so we can charge a premium for advertising? Or do we lose the NBA and have nothing to broadcast? Major League Baseball, not going to save you. Fewer and fewer people are watching baseball and it's just... It's rarely interesting enough to carry opinion shows on a 24-hour sports network. If you can't afford the NBA, you damn sure can't afford the NFL. The NHL's a nice addition, but hockey is never going to be a mainstream sport here in America. Every other platform in these negotiations can have a take-it-or-leave-it approach with the NBA. Amazon doesn't win NBA rights? Who cares? Millions of people will still have Amazon Prime. TNT can broadcast reruns of Seinfeld. NBC has plenty of shows drawing 3, 4 million viewers every night. Hell, the NBA can actually drag down the ratings on NBC. What is ESPN going to air if they don't have the NBA? What are they going to do? Show old classic games? No one watches those. Also, if I remember correctly, Stephen A. Smith's contract, it either expires later this year or next year. So ESPN could potentially lose the face of their network and the league their foundation is built on in the span of 12 months. How do they survive? You tell me. How do they survive? Give me your thoughts. Is there any way ESPN can survive without the NBA? With their current financial situation, is it even possible for ESPN to hold on to the NBA? 
Let me know. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys later.